Every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. What? I feel like a young no more. Write to us. We're very friendly. We'll respond. Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. And welcome to episode number 28 of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. I'm Matthew. And I am Jeremy, and we are happy to be back on the air, Maddie. Yes, we are. Uh, how are you doing today? Let's, uh, let's mix it up. Yeah, I'm going to ask you today. Uh, thank you so much. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Of course, we are coming off a uh, little stinging loss tonight, but that's okay. Um, you know, the series is now tied 1-1, and of course, I'm talking about the World Series, but we'll get to that shortly. But overall, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm glad that it's cooling off a bit. It was nice today outside. Oh, it's uh, been, what, 80 the past two days? Yes. Uh, a little cold. Not cold, but a little, like... Uh, I could put on a light jacket today. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I went from having my cold coffee, now I'm having hot coffee in the morning. That's, Ooh, what, that's the stages we're getting to. I still get cold coffee, it's just my thing. Now. It's too cold. <laughs> sorry. Before we get to our weekly sports update, we must go through our random question of the day. Yes! <laughs> and of course, um, I believe last episode was you. And this week, I'm going to take a stab at it. That's right, me. All right. So. I think I asked you a question the two episodes ago, but this time we're going to go back to a, a thing I did a few episodes back. We're going to do another quiz. Oh, I like quizzes. I, okay. Um, I'm the Mamba. Yeah, not this time. Not this time. You'll, you'll see what I'm doing. Okay, here we go. Round number one. I need you to pick out of these four options. Avocado tacos. No. Fish tacos. Okay. Chicken tacos? Okay. Or steak tacos? Mmm, steak. You're going with the steak tacos. Okay. Moving on to number two. All right. Now, here, I'm going to do my best to describe it to you because I don't want to turn my computer to you. It's going to be, you know, I don't want to give it away. We have four options of uh, tacos al pastor. You know what oh, that I is? I love pastor. Opposite? All right. Now, here are the two options. Here's the difference. One of them, got a plate of four uh, al pastor tacos. They have cilantro and red onions on top okay. with limes on the side. Mm-hmm. Another one mm-hmm. has... Onions, cilantro, and I believe garlic on top with the al pastor. Remember, these are different. So just tell me which one sounds better. I know. That's why it's a little different. This one with al pastor has, looks like red bell peppers on top as well as cilantro. And then the last one has the old school combination of just cilantro and those white onions with a lime on the side. What did the first one have? The first one has the red onion instead of the white onion. I've never had red onion, but uh, just give me the white onion. Let's stay okay. classic. Stay true to it because you're a true classic. You're the, what is it, P-I-M-P? No, not P-I-M-P. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. What's the Drew Staley song? I don't know. You should know that one. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Now we're going to oh, choose. Oh, P-Y-T. We're going to go vegetarian here now. Uh. Yeah, I know you might not like it, but choose your best option. Okay. Cauliflower tacos. Oh, no. Cheese and pepper tacos. Pepper as in, you know, bell peppers. So, uh, quesadilla. Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, straight up black bean tacos mm. or mushroom tacos? Black bean tacos. Black bean tacos. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Now, flautas. Are you familiar with those? I got an idea of it. Okay. Here we go. Here are the four options of flautas. Just go. kidding. Can mm. you describe it really quick? Uh, flautas is more like, it looks like a taquito. They're a little more thicker. They're also mm-hmm. fried. They're mm-hmm. a little crunchy. That's okay. a difference. You can have chicken. Let's just say these are chicken flautas, okay? Okay. We have one nicely stacked with lettuce on top and that crema, that white, you know, mm. that cheese sauce on top. Oh, crema. Okay, we have another one that's a, uh, not as fried. It has white cabbage on top with crema as well. Okay. Okay. This next one has red sauce with the cabbage and crema on top. Mm. And then this one has green sauce with the uh, cotija, uh, oh, queso fresco on top. Yeah. With black beans on the side. What are you going with? Queso fresco. And the black beans on the side. Yeah, the, you you sold me with the beans. I was I leaving red. So. I thought so. I do like the green sauce. All right, all right, ready? Tomatillo sauce. Is that what they? Yeah, have? pretty much. Pretty Got much. you. I'll take. I it. just need to say green, just to you know, be a little more general. Okay, here we go. Chicken tinga tacos. I believe it's just chicken tacos. Picadillo tacos. Those look like they have like green peas and carrots in there. Mm. Uh, tacos de rajas, which is poblano strips, basically straight up. Veg- it's a vegetarian style. No. Or chicharron tacos with a nice crispy pigskin. You know the one. Yeah, screw it. Give me the chicharrons. All right. I like your style. I did not choose that. I'll let you know. Ready? Here we go. Now we have carnita tacos. <laughs> we have carnita tacos with straight up just carne, carnitos in, in there. We have one with carnitas and onion. 
We have one with carnitas, onion, and cilantro. And we have with one with carnitas, cilantro, onion, and tomatillo sauce on top. What are you going with? I really don't like the onion idea. Screw it. Just give me the plain taco. The plain taco. Okay. I like the egg, man. Straight up meat, dog. And then lastly... Just pick some tacos. Pretty much what it is. We have a nice four set of tacos. The hard shell tacos. Not going to lie to you. These are the ones that look like the Del Taco ones with like tomato and cheese on top. They're kind of hard shell. We have one that's on a nice plate. It looks like you served this at a place that's probably like $30 a plate. It has a side of guacamole, sour cream, and red sauce. We have another one that's more of a taco bowl. Technically not a taco. And then we have a last one that has nice grill marks on the tortilla with looks like fresh garbanzo beans and fresh cilantro. Give me the bougie one. The bougie one. I, I would choose the same. All right, here we go. What kind of taco that you chose reveals about you? You are extremely sincere. It is important for you to say exactly what you mean and to actually mean it. You don't make any false promises and you can't stand to do anything half-assed. This means you that you sometimes have super high expectations for others, but it also means that you're an extremely reliable and earnest person to have in people's lives. And you know who you got? You got a picture of Troy Bolton next to it. I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> Is this a high school musical quiz? No, it's not. I swear to God. You're sin- extremely sincere. And the reason, I'm always, there's always a reason why I give you these. Is this Taco Tuesday? What did Mr. Mookie Betts do for Mookie us? Mookie Betts got us all free tacos on October 28th at your local Taco Bell. He did. I there like it. Go. I like Had it. Had to kick in the tacos. And yesterday was Taco Tuesday. Of course, we don't do Taco, ep- uh, Taco Tuesday episodes or even Tuesday episodes. But hey, why not start today? <laughs> that was a good one, Maddie. Thank you. You know, halfway through, I'm like, all right, this is going to get connected to Taco Tuesday and probably LeBron. Yeah, Somehow, I, got, I, I don't I got, know how. Uh, you got a sincere taco. I got a happy taco. I think we changed maybe like two answers, so didn't read too much of mine. What picture did you get? Uh, it was a guy smiling. It was not Troy Bolton. <laughs> ha, I'm Zach Efron. <laughs> Sucker. All righty. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to our first uh, bit of the day, which is going to be soccer and football because UEFA Champions League has kicked off. And, of course, it kicked off yesterday. We're going to give you a few of the scores because, trust me, there's a lot of European countries out there, a lot of European teams. It would take Was it like 32 show. teams? Yeah, exactly. A lot. Oops, excuse me. You got a cough. All right. Let's hit the main ones, Maddie. Yes. Liverpool against Ajax 1-0. 1-0. Liverpool, uh, I watched a little bit of the game. They were a little bit unlucky to come away with a 1-0 uh, uh, scoreline, but they did their job, and they're moving on. Go ahead. I saw that. Um, Sorry, they're not moving on. They're just get three points in the group. Go ahead. Three points in the group. Uh, DVD is a little bit worse than what they originally thought yeah. on the ACL. Mm. Not sure what that means. Maybe it's more torn than I thought. Maybe it connects to other things that yeah. might be torn. Um, but like we said last time, get well soon. Moving on, though, to Man City. Man City 3-1 against Porto, which is from Portugal. Yes. Uh, that should be a good matchup going forward. 3-1, a little lopsided. Did you catch any of this one? Yes, uh, Man City uh, pretty much controlled the game uh, this time. Porto is the premier side usually uh, from Portuguese football. Usually it's them, Benfica. And Sporting Lisbon, which is where uh, Ronaldo Cristiano started. Ronaldo, Ronaldo started. Uh, but Man City is just a superior team here, three to one. Um, they should be leading the their own group. I agree. Moving on though, we got Bayern against Atletico Madrid. Yes. Four zero win. Poor Luis Suarez has seen twelve goals in the last yeah. two times he Good. played them go in. I'm glad you brought that up. Nick said the same thing. He's like, grab man, the last guys I saw was Bayern and now I gotta see Bayern again and they put a four spot on us. Yeah, you know, right. Bayern's a deadly team. We talked about them getting Leroy Sane on mm-hmm. one side. They have who do we say? Serge Gnabry. Yeah, they have him on one uh, side. Two, uh, Lewandowski up the middle. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify those two did not even start today. No Serge Gnabry or Lee Rosane, and they still dismantled Bayern four to nothing. Um, Alfonso Davies, who's an extremely talented left back from Canada, didn't even start either. Wow, that's all good. That's all good there. More than likely, I'm assuming they kept the center together with uh, Leon Cortesca. Yep. And who else uh, do they have over Joshua there? Joshua right Kimmich now is slotting into that. Oh, Kimmich is now in as a, like a defensive mid mm-hmm. because of the you know of course Thiago Silva went to Liverpool, but man, no, that's Bayern, a Bayern looks scary. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Very, very watch, scary. Watch out for them to possibly repeat. Um, I can take the last three. Real Madrid, unfortunately, our team uh, from Spain lose two to three to Shakhtar Donetsk uh, from Ukraine, which is uh, that's a that's a shocker. They actually went down three zero. They uh, pulled back two goals in the second half, late second half, and they almost tied it. But uh, VAR revealed that it was an um, offside position. Offside position. Well, technically, Fede Valverde, uh, Real Madrid midfielder, um, nice shot down the middle. 
Vinicius was in an offside position, but kind of made an attempt to the ball, doesn't touch it, but you know sometimes when they uh, attempt, yeah, you no, can call I understand. that back because the goalie then has to... Uh, it, it has an outcome on the play in a exactly. sense. Exactly, it does. It's kind of it's like almost like a, those fouls on penalties. Like It's a clear penalty. It's a save that he could have made, but the guy was in front of him who technically should not be there because he's in an offside position. No, I agree. Um, I, from what I read, Real Madrid came out extremely flat. They did. And I don't think they're doing very well in La Liga. They're not. They're struggling. They're, they're struggling, and... It's going to be interesting to see if Zinedine is going to be able to bring them back this season. I'm not too sure about this team anymore. Yeah, right now they're... Offensively, I just don't think they have it. Uh, I believe Ramos was hurt today. Yes, he did not play. Defense was awful. The defense was awful. Uh, They can get away with a few things offensively because they still have talent, but the problem is they're not cohesively working as a unit right now. No. And they're struggling. Uh, This team, we've seen it. It's been a fall. Yeah. A big fall after Ronaldo moved over to Juventus. Yeah. I'm not saying you need to duplicate a Ronaldo, mm-hmm. but you need to bring talent in that can make up for his efforts and start him. That's true, because they, even though they did win the Liga, La Liga last year, you know, Barcelona was having an off year. Um, some of these guys overperformed, to be honest. They, they exceeded expectations, some of the lower players, which is great, but at the same time, can't expect them sometimes to repeat that to success. Repeat. No, and I right agree. now, it's showing. I, I don't know who exactly the replacement is in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I know they spent a lot of money on Eden Hazard. It hasn't worked out due to injury. He's not. missed more games than he's played. Uh, you have Asensio coming back from injury. I think he's a great talent. Not sure he's that guy. Yeah. Vinicius is still extremely young. Not sure he's that guy. Yeah, Rodrigo is very young, too. It's just a lot they're, of young people. It's exactly. almost a rebuild style. Exactly. They're trying to do kind of like – I'm trying to think of what the team was – Remember the Yankees a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. I know this is totally different, but Yankees sold everybody, went really young, and yeah. still was competitive. Yeah, they just I think that's what that. they're going to be. Okay, good point. Uh, moving on. Um, Say it. Say yeah, United, it. Say United, it. a great performance against PSG. PSG, of course, uh, were uh, runners-up of last year's UEFA Champions League. They defeated PSG 2-1. to one. Man United has seen, uh, seems to have PSG's number. They played them really well. Uh, they dominated the game. It was 1-1 until late, but Marcus Rashford scored a beauty. And now they're in the lead in their group, so that's good for them. And then the last, last, last but not least, another highlight game: uh, ha, Chelsea, ha, 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 ha. Chelsea versus Sevilla. Sevilla, of course, the uh, Europa League champions. That's the uh, another Champions League kind of uh, uh, tournament. Lower end. If you Lower don't make end. top four in your league, I believe if you're five or six. Yep, you make it to you go Europa. Into Europa. So still really good, but Sevilla has won. I think like two of the last three, but Sevilla, of course, being the winners, make it to the UEFA Champions League. They tie zero zero. Against Chelsea in Anfield. I'm so, oh my gosh, I I will get massacred for saying that. Did you say Anfield? Anfield? Yeah, I did. I'm so sorry. That's Liverpool. Stanford guys. Bridge is what Stanford you're trying to Bridge. say. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams here, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's my bad. All right, now moving on. Uh, that is the soccer news. Of course, we'll uh, bring up any new news coming up uh, later on. But let's go ahead and move on to a small bit of news from the NBA. The New Orleans Pelicans, or like uh, Jeremy used to like to say, the New Orleans Lakers. The Pelicans. New Orleans Lakers. Uh, they have a new coach. And that new coach is none other than Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van Gundy, of course, uh, magic coach for many years, took Dwight Howard to his first finals. Also, last stop was in Detroit, I believe. Detroit, where he was a GM, GM and coach. GM that coach. one didn't work out as well because I think he had too many hats on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read in this one, the management was extremely happy that Stan was going to be a coach because his, his track record as a coach has been phenomenal. He's been really good with young talent, mm-hmm. developing them. I believe most of his career, he's had like a top 10 defense, which is something they really want to see okay. the Pelicans be, <clears throat> turn them into a defensive juggernaut, which I think is possible. You got a lot of length over there. And you go through, and I wanted Jeff Van Gundy, his brother. Yes. Because I think he's done a great job with uh, the FIBA, like a... Uh, I forgot what it's called, but basically he took FIBA and went and played the World Cup okay. without the stars and did a phenomenal job. I think he took a bunch of D-League, uh, G-League now, mm-hmm. and he did a great job, so I thought maybe that would translate. But I think Van Gundy's going to be a very good hire. What about you, Matty? I, I do too, yeah. He's he's got a lot of personality. He was doing a lot of um, TV, television, radio in the years that he – maybe it was a year and a half that he wasn't a coach – a lot of insight. You could tell they both the brothers. They study. They live the game. So I think it will be a nice, uh, you know, head coach for those young guys over there. But it'll be interesting to see how they work. Hopefully, it works out for them. Um, you know, of course, I'm rooting for them to do well, not to beat the Lakers, but at least do well. So good for them. I just want them in the playoffs. I think they had the playoffs had we not gone to a stop last year. 
I really think they could have made a comeback and got the eighth seed, probably got bounced by the Lakers. But I really believe in that team. I believe in B.I., Brandon Ingram, and one day Lonzo will learn to shoot the ball. All right, well, there you go, um, which is, brings us to exciting news. Um, just like the New Orleans Pelicans, who are now um, have a new coach, a new collaboration, new things that they need to do, uh, we here at Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy also have a new collaboration, and that's what we're excited to announce. Uh, we have started a collaboration with Habits 365. Uh, Habits 365 is a New York-based apparel company. Um, we are super excited. Uh, they bring a lot of positive habits, of course, 365 <laughs> days of the year. Um, uh, guys, you got to look at their stuff online. It's amazing. A lot of things that we want to buy. Honestly, I got to be careful because I'm going to be spending a lot of money. I know Jeremy has already. No, I've so. spent a ton already. They got me. <laughs> their designs are just really nice. I, I believe the material is phenomenal. Yes. And nice on the skin, just like the Going Deep shirts. Yeah, that's right. Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy t-shirts that are still available for purchase, by the way. But I am super happy to be able to say that we're going to be collaborating with this company. I think, like I said, they're fashionable. And you know what you and I are, Maddie? We're fashionable. Yeah, I mean, the great thing about uh, Habits 365 is um, they, they believe that your habits are the habits that will determine your success. So that's what we want. That's what they're trying to do, and that's what we want to help them uh, reach out there. I'm glad that we were able to, to work together. Uh, a lot of them have – they've done a lot of uh, notable work with uh, influencers such as James Harden, Floyd Mayweather, uh, baby, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So that's just a couple of names. So that's really Lil cool. Baby's on there too. Yeah, Shout out Lil Baby. Exactly. Shout out Lil Baby. So they got all your things, uh, men, women, kids, a lot of uh, online shopping available, especially during these times. So that's great. Take advantage of that. And, of course – we wouldn't be mentioning that with that. Take advantage because we have a code for you guys. We do. Our code is going to be going deep with Matthew and Jeremy. Use that at checkout and receive a 15% discount on your order. Remember, put promo code going deep with Matthew and Jeremy and receive 15% off your order and every order you make from there on. So please make sure you guys do that. If you guys have any problems, always ask us. We're more than welcome to help you. And remember, always remember to wear your habits. Thanks Attaboy, again, Maddie. Yeah, thanks again to Habits 365 for that, and uh, we'll continue to posting uh, posting a lot of stuff about it, so you guys can have more information on that. We're excited to announce that. Thank you guys once again. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next sport, which is going to be the NFL. Uh, of course, uh, we uh, released our pickums last week, and um, I didn't do I did okay. I lost to Jeremy three. I did better. We did do better, but now we got some new ones, and today is Mr. Jeremy's turn. Today is my day, Maddie. We're going to start off with th- Thursday night football. Ooh, nice. New York Giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Both have been a disaster. They have, Maddie. Who do you have winning this game? Dang, I believe they're both. One and five. Uh, one and five for the Giants. One four and one for the Eagles. Remember they got that tie. I don't believe out, in tie. Tie is a loss in my book. Super interesting because a lot of people who don't like soccer just say, "How can you tie?" But isn't it weird? Football, you can tie too. That's how, that's interesting. Sorry, <laughs> need to add that there. Okay, um, dang it, uh, Giants versus Eagles. This is a tough one because again, they both stink. Sorry guys, it's no offense. It's just the truth. But if I had a team that I like and they stank, I'd say it. They stank. I'm gonna go with the. Eagles. Bastard. One, no. All right. That's my lowest confidence. Maddie's going to take the Eagles with the one, and I'm actually going to take the Giants. I think the Giants and Daddy Dimes bounce, not bounce back, but continue their momentum going forward. But but let me guess one. But that's a one. That's a (laughs) solid one. I'm not going any higher on them. They are, like Maddie said, stank, booty, whatever else you want to call them, but they booty. All right. I'll ask you the second one because you can go first. San Francisco. At New England. Who's San Francisco at New England. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. You have Jimmy G returning to New England since being traded for only a second-round pick. I think he has something to show. And San Francisco really showed up last week against the Rams. I think they they're going to carry that going into New England. And I think they're going to put a pretty nice beating on New England as well. Interesting. So I'm going to take them with my two. With your two. Okay, okay. Man... Man, oh, man. I can't believe I'm saying this because I can never root for San Francisco. But I'm taking them as well. But I'm taking them with my three. I'm pr- fairly confident. That's a bold move, Kyle. It is a bold move, and I got to do it because I got to gotta make up some points here. <laughs> All right. I, I can understand that. And our last game is actually going to be here in L.A. at SoFi Stadium down the street. The Chicago Bears and that rugged defense are going to be coming in here, taking on your Los Angeles Rams, who came off a stinker last week. Mm-hmm. 
Maddie, what do you have this one being? And do you have any insights for us as our NFL guy? Oh, wow. Thank you very much for that. Nice <laughs> just one. kidding. Just uh, kidding. With that one, I am going to take, just because of what you said, I'm glad you said that, that they uh, had a clunker, right? A clunker. Um, to be honest, uh, that second half against Buffalo, for the I'm talking about the LA Rams here, they played well. But other than that, the next week was okay. Next week, not that good. I'm looking for them to bounce back. That's why I'm going to take the LA Rams, especially because it's at home. I know there's not there's not going to be any fans, but playing at home, playing a new stadium, gives you some nice energy. Don't by no means do I think this is going to be a blowout by the Rams. I think it's going to be a tight game, but I'm taking him with my two. That's a good move, Maddie. I'm actually going to take the Los Angeles Rams with my three. I was kind of on the fence on this one. I think Chicago's defense is phenomenal. I yes. think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Jared Goff and Sean McVay this week. However, I look at the other side. And I look at the Rams' defense, and I just don't see how Nick Foles gets by this defense. Okay. They so good I think the Rams are going to go ahead and take it to Nick Foles. Not saying the offense is going to be phenomenal this week, but look at the defense to score some points. That's my prediction. Good call. Good call. Well, I hope we're kind of right because we basically chose – Everything except the Eagles and the Giants, so I hope you're wrong there. But it's only, it's only one point. <laughs> it's only the one point. It's only one point, so that's why I'm kind of overall just going with I'd rather take the two games with you, and at least I'll have a point up on you. Real quick, Maddie, did you yes. happen to see that there's a lot of talk about Atlanta Falcons selling? Uh, selling like everything. Julio, selling Matt Ryan, yeah. and a couple of those older guys. And I heard the rumor for Julio was possibly New England. Mm-hmm. Just what's your take on maybe Julio being offered out there, Matt Ryan being offered out there, and where do you think they can go if something does happen? Um, I think it's, you know, it, it always sucks, you know, having to go through these things, especially when you're struggling 1-5 and five Atlanta Falcons team. The way they've lost some of those games have been absolutely gut-wrenching. But to move on from some of these guys, maybe even Julio Jones, if you're able to get a lot of, a lot of value, um, I know this season doesn't show for much, but if you're able to get some value, you can turn it around. Because obviously this group is just, you know, it's not working. Ever since those, that 28-3, they've moved down. So, you know, it's something that you need to to um, you need to field. Mm-hmm. You need to be open to the, uh, those questions. Like, hey, man, this guy available. What are you willing to trade? Don't trade him just because either. But at the same time, if you're able to do something to increase your chances for next year, because I'm definitely looking for the future now, you might have to do it. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. Um, I was kind of thinking, what do you think of this trade? Possibly. Okay. Matt Ryan mm-hmm. to Chicago Bears. Okay. In a trade for probably Mitch Trubisky and some picks. And some picks. As of now, as bad as they are, they're not the number one pick. That'd be the Jets, uh, the Jets yeah, who are winless. Winless, yep. And right now, it's a suck for Trevor Lawrence. But if you're not in that number one slot, you're not going to get him. You could lose with Trubisky, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think it might be a nice little trade-off. You get Trubisky for the year. If it works out, you can resign him. If it doesn't work out, you let him go. It's not a big deal because he's oh, yeah. already on his fifth-year option. You can let him slide. Yeah, at first forward. I was kind of like, mm, why did we even take him? But if you're already struggling, if you can get some value like those picks, like you said, or some you know younger whatever players they want, or fourth round, third round, however they go, it's going to be a little farther. Than that. I don't think they're going to get. Depends no, on you got to remember, Matt. Remember, it's a little bit older. Yeah, exactly. That's why you know. So you can't but, get. Too but much. you know, in football, you know, fifth, sixth rounds are are valuable. Still, you can still mm-hmm. find. No, you can find those sleepers. You can, you can find sleepers, talent, whatever you need, depth. Um. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, that might be a decent, uh, you know, because if you're, the season's a wash, right? If Mitchell Trubisky, let's just say you trade him and he's, you get some value. Mitchell Trubisky, let's just say, is bad, but, you know, might just manageable, but he's still bad. You kind of get a bad record. You can still find yourself in a nice area in the draft. Mm-hmm. And so, you can go out and get, a, get yourself a quarterback, whatever a, you. you definitely going to need a quarterback if you trade Matt Ryan, but. No, but I think that's interesting, a interesting take. Uh, I, I would think about it. I don't know if I would do it, but I would think about you it. You would think about that one? I and would be more on the other team. Like, why would I do that, right? Why would I trade Mitch? Uh, what am I getting? What am I getting, Mitch? Like, the Bears? What are they going to get? Well, the Bears are getting Matt Ryan. I know, but they already have Nick Foles. You think Nick Foles is better than Matt Ryan? I don't know about that, but they're winning right now. They're 5-1. and one. The Bears are 5-1. They're very one. sloppy 5-1. and one. They don't care. Remember, you get wins, you get wins. I guess and you, if you make it to the postseason. Nick Foles has proven he can do it in postseason. I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, I was like, do they have a Super Bowl? Because I know Matt Ryan does. Yeah. But 
Foles does have a Super Bowl with the Philly Special. But he actually has a Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Yeah. Matt Ryan just had a Super Bowl that was taken away from him because... I, I think Matt Ryan won, won once. No, he's never won. He's Atlanta, never won it? Atlanta never won. That was their time. That was the only oh, time in the Super Bowl. I think they had one already. Nope. Exactly. So, Eek. Nick Foles, championship. I'm still rocking with Matt Ryan because I think he's a better quarterback. Nick Foles can't throw the football down the field. I, you know, dude, you're not speaking to anyone who's disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you. One dude has done it when he's there. That game against, it's been a little bit, but of course everyone remembers 28-3. Last time I checked, if you lose, what did it, it was 35-28? Oh, if you lose 35-28, I don't think most of the time it's up based off your quarterback. So I'm not blaming Matt Ryan entirely. That but was the a same disaster. Time, the Atlanta's never been the same. They like to blow leads every Exactly, season. but at the same time, Nick Foles has done it. I agree. I agree. I, I think that's fine. Uh, but it's an interesting point. I, I like you brought it up, but we'll see. Hey, um, I know we're about to jump into the MLB. I just want to take a step back into the NBA really quick. Yeah. I saw that the Clippers are kind of interested in, well, a lot of agents and executives are coming out saying that the Clippers might be interested in blowing up the team. Okay. And moving some pieces, some star pieces. Okay. There's been talk of a... Kawhi blockbuster and Apollo George blocks uh, blockbuster. Which one do you trade first, and what do you have to bring in for the Clippers? Uh, you tr- well, you keep Kawhi. Kawhi is the best player outside of LeBron James. So, and better than AD? Huh? Better than AD? He's pretty damn close. Kawhi's pretty good. Don't even tell me. No, I think Kawhi's very good, but I think AD is getting a, l- a little disrespect right now. No, he's amazing. That's the reason why they won the championship. But if you're looking at the Clippers' eyes, you got to view, hey, Kawhi is my guy. Is he the guy? Yeah, he's won two championships. Yeah, he messed up his last game seven. Definitely did. But I'm not going to give him, you know, one one of these blow-ups and mm-hmm. blame it all on him and say he's not the same guy. Paul George, on the other hand, has been kind of failing, you know. Thunder, Indiana. Indiana. No, I agree. So he has a little more track record. So uh, if you could trade Paul George first, what do you need? What does Kawhi Leonard need in order to move to the conference finals? <laughs> to be honest, I I'm actually on the opposite. I don't think it's their team that, you know, the the team that they have, they weren't able to I honestly think a little bit was the culture and the coach. That's my personal opinion. Uh, you know what? I don't think I, you're missing too much. Yeah, on I don't that. think I don't think it's based on players that, you know, this is what it's not like uh you know, let's just say the Thunder back with it was Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they had good pieces around them. They would make it all the time to the conference, uh, conference finals or semifinals. Could never get over the hump. Okay, five times in a row. You know what? We got to move the teams around. Something's going on. This team's done it once. One damn year. They blow up. They, you know, they have an embarrassing moment. Yes, but this is one year. I don't know if I would technically blow it up because they have a lot of talent. Doc Rivers, on the other hand, is a guy who's done it. Multiple times, mm-hmm. right? Who's who's no, yeah, multiple times. Well, they're getting Ty Lue now. Do you think Ty Lue is the difference maker? I think he just give it's going to give a different culture, a different style, different view. And I think as much as people want to say, oh, yeah, you know, it's the three one, it won't happen, you know, it's in their minds. Trust me, they no, that's in the back of their minds. In the back of their minds, when they were playing that game seven, they knew that Doc, they heard the, the you know, as much they, as I'm sure they've heard the rumors heard, about Doc. It. However, you look at Ty Lue's track record, yeah. Without LeBron, he couldn't win. He still had decent talent in Cleveland in the East. Couldn't win. Do you think he is the fit for Kawhi, who's already having some issues with the veterans on the team for his special treatment and all the options? Well, remember, these are all speculation because people people say that they're, they're kind of mad about it, but then Lou Will and Montrez are like, no, that's not even true. Listen to what you guys are saying. You guys don't know, you know, mm-hmm. diddly squat. So at the same time, we're not really sure what's the truth or not. Um, however, do I think Ty Lue is the guy? I'm not solely convinced on Ty Lue. I think it's a good thing they needed to move on from Doc. But is Tyron Lue the right fit? That is, uh, he will, you know, remains to be seen. Not sure about that one. I think a Van Gundy would have been better. You think a Van Gundy would have been better? Yeah, I think you need the... I don't want to say they're not real guys as in Ty Lue and Doc and stuff, but you need guys who are going to check your guys. Does that make sense? Sure, I think... You're not going to enable them, but you're going to say, hey... Snap out of it. This is a team. The, okay, get the, with the program. I get. I'm, I agree with you there, but I disagree with you, Sam Vigundi, because remember the debacle he had with Dwight Howard? He wasn't able to keep I was actually thinking Jeff. Oh, Jeff. I'm big on Jeff. I think even Mark Jackson would be 
screw you, this yeah, is a well, team yeah. thing. Jack, I mean, uh, Mark Jackson would then become jealous if someone else took his job. And Afterwards, took and took and them took to, to the, you know. So maybe it's a good thing that Mark Jackson doesn't go there so yeah, that the Clippers because, don't end up in the finals yeah, later on. Because he's like, you know, it's not a hard job to do, to, to, to coach challenge. That's not hard at all. You should do it. Okay. <laughs> all right, bro. Uh, I know that was going to bother you because yeah. here – Frank Vogel gets all the respect. That Frank he needs. Vogel deserves a lot of respect because he got a lot of crap. And did you see that guy on David Letterman uh, doing? Uh, it's an old video of him doing like a little basketball trick when he was like thirteen or twelve. No, it's pretty funny. Go check it out. I have to te- definitely check that out. But you know, I'm, thank you for your opinions on those because mm-hmm. that was just some things that were running good, through my head. It's a good point. Oh, last thing before we move on, Daryl Morey is out of the Houston. Yeah, he actually stepped down. I he, heard stepped stepped down he stepped down and. Down. I think that was one of the... I don't think it was like, hey, you're fired. I think it was him saying, you know what, I'm, I can't do it. Well, you guys need to get somebody who can. That's true. That's also an example. He's done it five, six years now, and it hasn't done it. That might be a team that needs to move some pieces, right? Would you move James Harden? <laughs> you would try. You haven't won with James. Yeah, exactly. I would try. It's, it's, I, uh, I saw it today. I, I feel like a lot of people like him, but there's something about him in the postseason that just doesn't play. You know what it is? He can't be the one. Yeah, maybe. I think that's what it is. He just can't be the number one guy. I saw on first take, um, I think Max was actually talking about, like, in the aspects of trading, people are kind of against it. Yeah. But you look at it, what has he done for for the team? Mm -hmm. What has he done for the organization? Yeah, you put him in the playoffs, but what good does that do if you're not coming out with that title, right? People complain about the Kobe deal. Kobe brought five. People want to complain. What was the other deal I was just thinking of? The all day? No, not the wall day. There's another one. Oh, man, Timothy I can't believe Moskov. it. No, I think it was like the Tim Duncan deals. Players who bring, bring stuff to the table and you're like, you can't trade them. Dirk, that's what it was. Got it. Okay. Dirk, like, why didn't you move on from Dirk or anything like that? Dirk brought titles to the that's team. That's true. I got you. So I, in that I think, aspect, I, I think it's because, it. you know, everyone, it will be panned upon if you say, we're giving out James Harden. That guy's former MVP, 35 points a game. I, I think it's going to look right? bad. But if you get Might be the quality right pieces. No. Quality younger pieces. I think you're you're in contention. Yeah, I just, it, I just think it's harder than it seems to try to trade away someone like that and get some valuable pieces. Because as much as you think you're doing the right thing, they're always going to say it's not enough. It's not enough. Right? No, I agree. You know, at the end of the day, nothing's ever enough. Yeah. But or sometimes you give up too much. Whatever it is. What like, if you know, I? I, I guess this one kind of just came in my head. But you think of a trio, and I think you can get back some decent pieces. You send this guy to Brooklyn. James Harden. James Harden to Brooklyn, bring back Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, and you get probably like two first-rounders. Mm-hmm. Would you like that one? If I was the Rockets, I would think about doing that, but if I was the Nets, I would say no. Nets just want to assemble talent. Let's just say. Sure, yeah. That's, <clears throat> if it's assembling talent, yes. If I'm playing GM on both sides, Rockets, I would think about doing that. That's You're getting a center. You're getting a two starting caliber, a shooting guard and a point guard. Mm-hmm. That's nice. You might be missing the guy, but of course James Harden's not the guy, so that'll be a good thing to move on from. And then you Brooklyn could probably side. move Russ and get some another younger. Maybe piece. yeah, that's kind of tough. Uh, that one's probably Russ the tougher is, one. Is a tough, but yeah. I'm thinking you can go out and get somebody for those guys. Yeah, maybe. But then if I was on Brooklyn side, I wouldn't do that. If you're saying assembly talent, that's their plan. Yes, but if it's not, they're trying to think smart. I would not do that. It's a lot no, better to have KD, Kyrie Irving, and then those assemb- those those pieces. Even though so far Kyrie hasn't worked either, so we'll see though. We haven't seen we'll KD see. with it. No, that was just an idea that kind of popped in my head. Brooklyn no, gets their trio, which can definitely. I think. Whether they get along or not, they're going to compete for a finals. Oh, of course, because they're in the East. They'll compete. I think it's, it's talent overall. But then that's when it gets to when it starts getting down to those nitty-gritty series. Then you see who, what really works. Well, you know, you put those three guys, and I think you can look at each individual guy and say, who's the best player, who's the best player, who's the best player. Yeah. And I, in my head, everybody should be saying, KD, KD, yeah. KD. Mm-hmm. And it, if you look at it from that standpoint, I think everybody will agree, okay, KD, you get the final one. Yeah. I think that happened in Golden State, and I think that's part of why they had so much success while KD was there before yeah, that blow up point. with good, Draymond. Good point. All right. So moving on, though, I, that was a good little yes, segment. Yes, thank, thank you. you, Maddie, for indulging me on my mm-hmm. NBA No worries. Thank thought you for bringing, bringing it up. You know, I like to sometimes just put on my GM Use cap and make GM trades cap. everywhere. Going into the MLB World Series, Maddie. Right. World Series. We're in the World Series, baby. You and I talked Sunday after they got the 3-1 victory. We are in the World Series. Los Angeles took game one. Yes. And they took it, I don't want to say easy, but fairly easy. 
It wasn't a stressful game. No, it wasn't a stressful game. You and I were there probably was, weren't as tense. Out of in nine innings, there was one stressful inning, and pretty much that's it. I agree. And like I always say, here there is no Clayton Kershaw slander. And you know what? He came out and proved me right. He, I think he had a vintage performance. Six innings, mm-hmm. two hits, one run, one one walk, I believe mm-hmm. it was. Eight case. Eight case. Now Moving number two all time, all time on postseason strikeouts. Behind Mr. Justin Verlander. And he's like five away. Yep. That was great to see. It was it was wonderful to see. Um, I we did I did the little sports update today, and uh, I mentioned you know it looked like a pitching duel from the beginning. It was like first three innings. Tyler Glasnow looked good, but no, was, he was matching up pitch for pitch. He was he was wild, but like I said in, a, in my post as well, effectively wild mm-hmm. because he was a little out of the zone. He just wasn't pinpointing his stuff, but his stuff is so good. You're able to throw 100 miles per hour in the upper part of the zone, and you're able to throw a nasty uh, hook that he has. You know, so hard for the hitters. But, of course, like I said, Cody Bellinger was able to turn on the 98-mile-per-hour fastball inside his hip, take it deep, 2-0. Nice call. Like I said, also in the little thing, Kevin Kiermeyer solo shot. Told you. Yeah, great call. He actually had two hits. He had two RBIs. He had the single off of Victor Mm -hmm. Gonzalez. So he was able to do some some damage. The inning that I was talking about, they brought in Floro, I thought, a little bit too quick, got in some trouble. Victor Gonzalez also came in a little too quick, gave him two hits, two runs, and then, of course, he gets a nice – Shot right back up the middle. He's able to catch it, throw it to Kike. Almost threw it away, but... No, he did almost throw that away. Throw it away. And, you know, they were able to hold on 8-3. to three. It was a pretty convincing uh, win. Like I said, you know, in the beginning, a little quiz. Mookie won his tacos, so that's great, too. So it was great. The Dodgers did their job. And then we had game two, which just happened about, you know, five hours ago or so. Uh, of course, like I said, we lost. Three, uh, Rays uh, took the game 6-4. to four. They jumped out to a 5-0 lead. Yeah, that was a big lead. So that's a big lead right there. Dustin May started, uh, was a more of an opener. Sorry. No, sorry. Tony Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin, you know, gives up a shot to Brandon Lau. Tony has not looked too good, in my opinion. Uh, then they moved on uh, to Dylan Floro and Victor Gonsolin, who looked a lot better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. They did their job there. Uh, where I thought the problem was, you know, of course, there was a vintage, there was a double play right there for, for Kike to have in that fourth inning where it kind of it was 1-0 or 2-0. I want to say it was two. It's two zero. He gets that double play that he should have. Miss kind of, you know, is already moving before he even really looks at the ball. So he was only able to get one out. And then when Dustin May comes in, he gives it that double. You know, that becomes four nothing. And then Joe Kelly comes in, gives it one run or two runs, whatever it is. You know, Dustin May just didn't have his stuff today coming out of the bullpen. Put him in an early hole. Uh, but the Dodgers were able to fight back. You know, two-run shot by Chris Taylor off Blake Snell, who was absolutely dealing. I mean, no, he was, he was nasty he was today. He was perfect through five, pretty much. Oh, not perfect. I'm sorry. No hitting through No five. hitting through five. I, he had everything going today. The fastball was working. The no. curveball was working. I believe it's a slider, slider that was working. Change up. change up. No, he had it all going. He looked ready for today's game. Offensively, he had it. it was tough to kind of pick out pitches. Right? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, it was, um, I'm for glad- me, for Glass now, yeah. I was able to take away the changeup. Because he wasn't spotting the mm-hmm, fastball. Mm-hmm. You can't spot the fastball. Your changeup's not as good to me yep. because your changeup's going to dip down. Anything that starts probably just under my hip, I can let go because yep. it's not going to be in the zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I can pick out the high fastball or if he throws a hanging change. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean uh, what I was going to say about that first game, really quick, good thing that brought about about Glasnow. Um, they hit him, but it wasn't like they hit him too hard because he had six walks. So that's why they were working him a lot. They were well, trying to hit. being able to take the pitch away, right? Like exactly. But Snell was opposite. He was hitting his spots. He was hitting mm-hmm. the freaking top right corner of the strike zone, left corner with the high ninety five. Looked like Kershaw yesterday. Exactly. Slider inside, uh, through the knees for right handed hitters. Fading changeups, curveballs to lefties who couldn't get on top of it. Uh, Chris Taylor just took a nice curveball and took it the other way, which was a nice swing mm-hmm. to make it five two. And of course, you give up another one, which is six two. Corey Seager homer homers to make it. Oh, Someone homer Will Smith. Will, Will Smith, Smith homer to make it three. Yeah, he's taking six three. He uh, tagged Nick Anderson, who has been absolutely amazing with that fastball. He can't touch it, but he threw him a changeup, uh, hanging changeup right there. And then Peter Fairbanks also has been really good. Mm-hmm. Gives up a solo shot to Corey Seager in the eighth. Stay hot, Corey. Stay hot. Uh, they put some pressure on him. Uh, they got uh, Justin Turner got a hit, another walk, and just couldn't get that hit to bring him in. Diego Casillo came in and absolutely was filthy. No, yeah, he's been uh, putting the fastball in the outside. So, hey, here we are. Race take the game 2-6-4. We're tied 1-1. Uh, no game tomorrow, off day. So, everyone, please uh, recoup. Re- recoup all those emotions that we had to really go through really quick. You know, you win game seven, uh, one day off, and you got to go right to the World Series. So, now we have a little time to relax. But game three is huge. 
we are facing Charlie Morton, who, of course, Charlie Morton does Charlie Morton things, which is just shut out the opponent. He shut mm-hmm. out us in 2017 World Series. He shut out his former team, the Rays, I mean the Astros, last year and this year. No, I think you're right. Um, to me, personally, I don't see Game 3 being a must-win for the okay. Dodgers. Okay. Um, after <laughs> this, you're going to get a bullpen game from the race. So I think you can take a bullpen game for the race. And we saw we can wait out. Uh, Tyler Glasnow, who's probably going to start Game Five. All right, for me, I'm 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 opposite for you. I think this is a must game for the Dodgers. I think Charlie Morton is the big the big guy. This is the guy who I'm actually more afraid of than than Snell than Glasnow because I think if we see Snell again, I'm almost positive we're going to do a lot better than we did this time because he does he's prone to walks. They were a little too aggressive at the beginning. I thought they can definitely take more of their pitches. And I know he was like we said he was on, but at the same time he was giving his fresh air walks. Give a four, I believe. Charlie Morton, on the other hand, we haven't seen him yet, but he is good. He is dangerous. He is, there's a reason why he's the Game 3 starter. If this, if this series goes 7, you know who's starting Game 7. That's him. That's why we put Walker Buehler on Game 3 because he's set up for Game 7 as well. Full well, rest. that, but also Walker Buehler got full rest to be able to pitch on uh, Friday. It's actually going to be 6 days rest. Yeah, I know, but we put him for Game 3. Oh, you think that was intentional? I think so. I think so. Well, I, I think, think would you want to start him on short rest when, yes, he was good in Atlanta. No, no, Atlanta I'm, series, I'm totally fine with that, but, you know, kind of kind of worked out. It worked out. I get what you're saying. It worked out, but at the same time, there's a, I think there's a reason why you're okay with him going Game 3, right? Yeah, um, I can see that. He's a guy um, who's ready for Game 7 and Charlie Morton. For me, it's a game. It's a, it's a must win for me because after that 2-1, you have a good point. Uh, bullpen game, you probably could get him, but let's just say you don't get him. Then you're in trouble because then you got to face Glasnow and Snell again. Yeah, I know we said he hit Glasnow good. They hit, they, you know, they. they you could always come back and be sharper, and he could always be back and be sharper because he wasn't that sharp. He no. was too amped, you know. So I expect him to be better. Right. I expect Glasnow to be better. I expect Snell not to be as as unhittable. dominant. That's the difference. But you know, it depends what you find. That's why I feel like tomorrow is important. You win tomorrow's game. That bullpen game now is going to be a lot of stress for those bull, those arms mm-hmm. of the, the race. That's just my opinion. It's three games no, straight. I think I think you're right. Uh, I think it could be critical for the Dodgers to win game two or mm-hmm. game three. I'm sorry to be up two one. Then you face that bullpen. Then you got to take Tyler Glass now, right? The thing I was just saying is that yes, it'd be nice to win the game and put that pressure on them, but I don't need to win this game to win the series. Is what I mean, I'm thinking. I mean, I, I I would hope it's the same too. You know, we went down three one to the Braves, right? It's never been for us. We've never done that before. We were able to do it, so you have confidence in your team that if you lose a game, if you're down in the series, you're not. It's not down and out. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you on that one. I just think it's a very crucial game for me. I think it just helps you a lot. This for me, example, you lose tomorrow's game. Yeah, you can come back two two. I think you lose tomorrow's game. That it's going to prolong the series, obviously, but prolong it to maybe a game six seven. I think if you can win tomorrow. I mean, sorry, Friday. Friday. Game three. That Friday, gives you game, an, three. game three. That gives you a big advantage that if you can take that Julio Rios, who's going to be starting game four, to really put a stranglehold on the series, win that game. I think if you win tomorrow, I definitely think you can win back-to-back. Then you're up 3-1. And then it's Kershaw Day again. And Kershaw, I think, with a 3-1 lead, I'm more confident in him with that. I've seen him do the 3-1 against the Cubs. He's pretty good. Those kind of clinching games, I trust them a little more than the elimination games. No, I understand it. I think you're talking about just from a pressure standpoint. Um, I just think that winning tomorrow makes uh, it makes it easy. There's a, I see of a set, um, a lot more of a better chance for us killing the series in five than losing tomorrow, making this game seven. Does it make sense? No, it makes you sense. You can still lose tomorrow and then, but string off three wins in a row. It's four, two, eight, six games. But I'm just saying. No, I understand. If you want to make it nice and short and simple, I think you give yourself a better chance because you're just going to put a lot of pressure. If you're able to beat Charlie Morton, Charlie Morton is their guy. I know Tyler Glasnow, Blake Snell, those guys who are the future, but Charlie Morton is their guy. That's their postseason guy. Mm-hmm. I think if you can, if you're able to beat him, a lot of lot of pressure on the bullpen the next game. No, I agree. You know what? Pressure. I think kind of. F- the Rays are kind of flip-flop. Not in that sense, but in the sense where I'm like, hey, yeah, we can lose to their stud, but we're going to get the bullpen, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what Tampa Bay did. So I'm thinking kind of same thing for us, flip-flop. And, you know, I think they did their job. They tip your hat to a future Hall of Famer, and then you go after the bullpen and Tony Gonsolin and D. May or exactly, Dustin May. Which is, which is what we want to do, right? Which is exactly what I'm yeah. trying to say for them to do, and you're in a good position, right? Yeah. 
So as long as you're evened up, I don't think it's too big of a deal. But I understand you do run the risk of yeah, being three. Yeah, I'm, I'm more comfortable. You know, like we do go down. It's very, of course, very possible we can go down. But I'm comfortable because we have Julio, who's been pitched pretty well. Yeah, his first innings are rough, but I I have confidence in him mm-hmm. in postseason. Then you have Kershaw again, who looked pretty good. I'm positive he would be a little better. Game six now, you know, again, it's kind of worries me that they're gonna they want to do another bullpen. But I think what we should do is decide, hey, Dustin May, you're a starter now. You start from the beginning. No okay. openers, right? Yeah, no. I we think were talking about you that. You and I were talking about that off-air. production um, meeting. In a production meeting. Today, as we were saying, the race took game two, six, four. Dustin May came in, I believe it was a fourth inning. Mm-hmm. And to me, it wasn't very good. No, he wasn't. I know, came, sorry, to be clear, he came in the third inning, but with like one out with people on. So he, oh, there it he is. had traffic. He did have traffic. I think he had first and second yeah. on base. Uh, Manuel Margot got on and... So, so did um, who was it right before? Was oh, Rosarina. No, I no. think it was Choi. Yeah, I think it was Choi too. Choi was the uh, was the grounder to Kike. Yes. Yeah. And then afterwards, I think Manuel Margot got a base hit. Yes. Um, you were very high on Dustin May out of the bullpen. You yes. like his electric stuff. I do. Um, just looking back at it, he's not a high strikeout guy, mm-hmm. which is very important in my mm-hmm. opinion for a bullpen. That's something the Dodgers lack right now. Yes. We don't have a guy go in there and get me two strikeouts yeah. in that ground ball, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really have that. Dustin May doesn't have that in his arsenal yet to be a strikeout guy. He's more of a starter. Hey, give me five solid innings, two runs, six Ks, yes. maybe two walks. <clears throat> and that's a great performance at the end of the day. The only issue is he's pitching one, two innings and having the same results. Yes. And that's why, to me, you can't go in anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the last— You can't come in as a bullpen, and you can't start for me. You can't start it either. You wouldn't even start him. I'm thinking a you know, confidence level from his standpoint. This guy, you haven't let him run out there more than in any. Yeah. What does that arm feel like a month in? Remember, we, we go to spring training, and these guys are throwing for a month to be able to pitch, right? Mm-hmm. This guy hasn't thrown more than a month and probably a month and a half. Mm-hmm. He hasn't thrown more than two innings. So I think that's going to impact him where he's going to fatigue and maybe, yeah, he gets you the three innings. But now it's three innings, two runs, rather than five innings, two runs, where he's a little bit more dominant within those. Because he's a contact pitcher right now, even though he has 101 in the arsenal. Yeah, for me, um, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I was, I'm was, i still comfortable with starting him. I have no problem with that. I think the mistake was, and again, bullpen, I'm a little, I've lost a little bit of confidence, but I think a mistake was putting him with people on. I feel like clean innings, he's a lot better. It's almost like starting a game. You've you got a clean inning, it's on me. Inherited runners is a tough trait to, you know. No, it's, it's just extremely tough. I think it's you're tough. right. It's, it's, a different, it's a different monster when you come in clean inning, six inning. Yeah, it's a big game, but you're in the six inning. Instead of coming in whatever inning, let's just say six again, but you have two on with one out. One, you know, mm-hmm. it's a tougher. Your pitches have to be a little more crisp. They have to be more ready. And a seasoned veteran is a lot better for that position, which I thought was a mistake from Roberts, which I don't give him a lot, but he, it was a mistake for him. But at the same time, I feel like it was an unforced error because Kike should have had that double play, which we talked about a lot. I think the double play really messed up this game today. The momentum was totally shot. You could have got out of that, that inning with no runs. So it would have mm-hmm. been still 2-0, to zero, even 1-0 to zero at that time, 2-0, let's just say. So the 4-0, you're 2-0. You're 2-0 with a shot at this game. You you can you know, you know got to battle more, but you have some momentum. I got a big double play. They got people on. But instead, he put him in a tough position. He gave up the runs. You know, Dustin May didn't make his pitches, so it's not all on Kike, but no, I, think I feel right. like um, the circumstances, everything that just came Everything kind of boiled down together and everything. snowballed in the wrong direction for him. Yeah, now, okay. the next inning, him giving up the two-run shot to uh, Brandon Lau, that's all on him. That's, you know, that's all him. No mm-hmm. no shot on him, no shot on Kike, nothing. He gave you know, he gave left, the up, bomb. left up a slider that backed up, and he went to oppo. And mm-hmm. you don't want that guy to get hot, though, because that's That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. we got to look at it from the race standpoint. This guy struggled all postseason, all October, hitting about a buck 80. Mm-hmm. This guy went deep twice today. And now, as a Dodger person, I got to be fearful of him. Before, it was more like he's struggling. Only a reason. He's lost at the the plate. You're worried about, yep. And now, look at He's found success. That's confidence right there. Mm -hmm. If he comes out tomorrow and probably goes, let's just say, I'm sorry, Friday, maybe goes one for four, two for five, or whatever it comes out to be, that's a dangerous player going forward. Because now I put up these two homers, I got another two hits. I'm rolling. Yeah, exactly. I see exactly. I'm, the only, I'm the, confident. The now. only positive we take out from this is that those two homes were early. Uh, his last two at bats, I think he grounded out. So the next, when Walker Buehler faces on a Friday, he's got to make sure he shuts him down early. 
Because I think you'll kind of put him back to Because he kind of did that. He homered in that game seven against the Astros. Mm-hmm. I think he got one more hit, but then he was back to struggling again, like swinging at bad pitches, not really doing it. So you got to make sure that he's, you know, uh, limited because he's another bat that you don't want to see. And then Dustin May was just a bad matchup for him because even John Smoltz was mentioned, like the two-seamer. But even though he didn't throw him a two-seamer, two-seamer is kind of like his uh, – for some reason, he's been he- able to hit that a little bit better than just a straightforward. Well, I think what it is is that two seamer probably cuts into the barrel, yeah. rather than cuts into into his hand. Yeah, no, you're sense. right. It's going away. Even though this is a totally different, uh, you know, time in the game mm-hmm. when he gave it to home, technically it was a backup slider cut or whatever it was. It wasn't a two seamer, but still, it was a bad pitch. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with the two seamer. It was just kind of went hand in hand with what John Smoltz was saying, like, "Oh, this is a better matchup for him," which ended up. Being, it ended up being a great matchup. Great matchup. For him. He went oppo and then took a nice shot. So. Uh, good for him though for for hitting a lot better. Uh, the two home runs he kind of sparked that that raise uh, you know momentum today. He they needed to score first today. I think. Yeah, you know who's looking pretty deadly right now is Joey Window at third base defensively yeah. and offensively back to back days with two RBIs. Mm-hmm. He had uh, two R. No, I'm sorry. He had one RBI in game one with a double. But two. But, and then he had another two today with another double to right center. I think that's a guy that they have to look out for. Yeah. I know he's not a big power guy. No, he's not. I don't think he's in a homer off even though he almost homered yesterday. That was a shot. Mm-hmm. He went oppo. But this is a guy who's interesting. You know, he he just reminds, even the way he looks, he reminds me of an old school player. He's gritty. No, and, he's know, part that, of that no gloves fraternity. No gloves and takes uh, you know, uh, no 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 at bats off. It's you know grinding and mm-hmm. defense and you know it's a guy who's. You know, when I had him on, on the show, MLB The Show, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm fine. He's a silver. He's a gritty player. <laughs> he makes the team a little bit tougher in the yeah. clubhouse. Yeah. No, I, I like I like that. Um, that's somebody to look out for. Dodgers are doing a good job keeping Austin Meadows off the base path, not letting him get any confidence. Yep. I think there's a lot of positives to take out of this. The only negative is I don't know what D-May is, and you don't know what Tony Gonsolin is anymore in That's the a good, yeah. I, if we want to take a negative, you, other than losing, uh, you kind of – the confidence of D-May and Gonsolin is down. Uh, right now, it looks like the guys who can't contribute for you, which is not good. You don't want that because those are two big arms that were throughout the whole season, right? Mm-hmm. Positives I take away from this, Alex Wood was good. Alex so Wood did was his job. It was, it was nice to see a guy who was able to get both sides out. Don't forget, in 2017, very dominant performance out of the pens. Uh, but uh, as an all-star, he for the start against the Astros, he no-hit him through seven, almost six and a half. Uh, in the of course in the Boston wasn't as good. He gave it that home run to Nunez. If you guys remember, that was that pitch shouldn't have been hit for a home run. That's amazing how he hit that one. But it's nice to see Alex Wood is a guy that you can rely on, mm-hmm. trust. Right, he had a little bit of trouble. He got out of it. Showed a little bit of velocity. Good to see Dylan Floor and Victor Gonzalez kind of re. Uh, Right, the ship for them. I yeah, went in the third uh, perfect baseball for Floro. Because Floro came in in a big spot in that second inning because he had a guy on third and mm-hmm. he got that that you know bad base running by Margot, but he was able to get out of that. Victor Gonzalez better. Joe Kelly, even though he got hit a little harder, gave up a run. He was okay. But other than that, you know the rest were okay. They were fine. They did their job. Like I said, Alex Wood looked good. Um, you just gotta move on. You just gotta move on. It's another game. Don't worry about it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how both of these teams uh, take the day off because. There's been straight games. Well, here's a positive for the Dodgers. Dodgers really had a tax bullpen Mm -hmm. in the NLCS. A lot of guys throwing a lot of innings. This is now going to be three straight days off for a lot of your big guns. Yep. And Blake Trinan, Bruce Dargatterall, Kenley Jansen. Jansen. Um, Uh, Technically, you didn't. A guy who I thought came on late in the NLCS and could it was really nice yesterday was Pedro Bias. Pedro Bias uh, he, he got pitched he, pitch he, he didn't pitch today so, no, so he's going to get two days. days you know who I think is going to be very interesting in this series is Jake McGee yeah I think he has a chance to make an impact on this roster or in this series because Tampa throws a lot of lefties out there mm-hmm. now left on left matchup can work out very nice for Jake yeah, McGee it, it, who's about 96 fastball yeah, yeah but he off speed uh, he pitched today too and he looked a little better I know he got in a little trouble he was able to get out of it uh, struck out or got Mike Brousseau, who's a good lef- uh, lefty killer, mm-hmm. to kind of ground out. Uh, it's a good thing that you mentioned it because, like you said, they do have a lot of lefties. They lo- do like to play the the, the matchups a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're able to take out those lefties that you come in, that's good because you bring in the righties. You sorry, you waste the bench. No, right? you want to you want to you want to use the players because you don't want them to be able to have guys available off the bench when it's a big time moment. I agree, and because they they'll, they'll pull the trigger early. Like if they think they need. I, to I was going to say that Kevin Cash showed us yesterday. He burned three hitters and went at bat. Yep, uh, I believe he pinched it for Willie Adams with G Man Choi to face Dylan Floro. Dave Roberts said, "No, no, no, you're not getting that matchup." Came in, brought Victor Gonzalez in. 
And he's like, well, damn, you're going to do that? I'm going to bring in Mike Brousseau. Mm-hmm. There's three hitters right there. Yep, and he got a hit. He, he, it, it worked out for him. He got the base hit to right, but Brousseau's in the game now for the rest of the game. Great point. He faces righties, not as strong. So that's why I'm saying, oh, that's why I, I agree with your point yeah. here on saying, hey, you throw those guys, you're going to burn that bench and make them weaker. Because we saw they pitched it for Renfro yesterday. Because they threw, I think that was Floral again. Yeah. And they brought in Meadows, and later on, Meadows is going to face a lefty, and it's a favorable matchup. Exactly. So exactly. you need to keep burning the bench. I, the only thing I would say is don't be overly aggressive with, like, oh, I want to outsmart you because don't do the Yankees thing. Don't outsmart No, 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 them. don't you try to outsmart them. But at the same time, when you do games like today, which is probably going to happen again, it's a good matchup for you because yeah, you no, get to burn them, burn them early and often unless – Kevin Cash comes in and says they're already bullpenning, so this is a lineup for at least five innings, which we've seen the Dodgers do, which is why Jock Peterson had at-bats against lefties in the CSNDS. Mm-hmm. So just a little take on that one. Maddie, do you have anything else for me? No, that's going to be all today. That's all for today. That's all for today. I'm um... The last positive I have. Yes. Dodgers didn't play too well today and still put up four runs and barely lost this game, had a chance. They had not exactly that. For our they... Dodger fans going forward, that's a good sign. It is a good sign because they weren't old school Dodgers. Uh, Mr. Mookie was not Mr. Mookie today. He was, it's the truth. He was just not good today. He was yeah, bad. That's he fine. Because uh, there was no, there was, uh, what he couldn't do either was make an impact on the field. That's not on him. But, you know, the ball no, is not on him. But there was nothing to ups, you know, to spark that, that little comeback. Positive note, um, which we don't want to be doing because it's not a, you know, you just want to score throughout the whole game. But the Dodgers, fifth inning and after. Four runs. That's where their runs came. Uh, and first. they put up another two with two outs, now leading, I believe it's 49 runs with two mm-hmm. outs to the, the race. I think it's 21 runs with two outs, which yeah, is Yeah, I mean, big. pretty much if you think about it, split this game in half, uh, f- first four innings, Rays beat us 3-0. Last uh, five innings, we beat them 4-3. So that just tells you, you know, you played a little better. You, you neutralized the bats a little better. You did a better job. But, of course, you got to play nine innings. This, play is, nine this innings. is not a five-inning game. It's not a four-inning game. Uh, four runs on five hits. So, at the same time, that is also good. You don't want to rely on the long ball, but the fact that they weren't able to get too many hits, but they were able to produce four runs, mm-hmm. that's always a good sign. On the uh, opposite side for the Tampa Bay Rays, ten hits, six runs. They probably want a little bit more than that. So, mm-hmm. kudos to the Dodgers bullpen for doing some of their job. I know some of the things were messed up, but, you know. Things go on. That one things air, do go on. No, that, I agree. That one air from Kike, like I said, I know I'm gonna I'm beating a drum, but that that was that was not a good play right there. That really killed our momentum, killed some of the inning, gave the Rays a lot of life. But Kike has come up big for us. No harm. It happens. It's gonna move happen. On. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. You gotta move on for it. Just some positive takes before we wrap up. On the other side, for our, our race fans, race fans, things to look forward to. Brandon Lowe, two home runs. Yes, definitely. Very big. That's gonna be that could be huge for you guys. Yep. Next thing, Blake Snell with the dominant performance. Mm-hmm. You're hoping that moves on to game six yep. if we get there. Yes. Or even game five if you feel unsure about Glasnow at that point because yep. he did throw a career high, 112 pitches. Very good for them. Defensively, sharp like usual. Yes, did everything good. Joey Wendell's well, coming out sorry. with the bats. And you're getting production out of that center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer, who can, you know, earth is covered by like 80% water. No, that last 20% is covered by Kevin Kevin. That's Kiermaier. a good one. I like that one. So, Kevin Kiermaier takes some interesting hacks for me. He has some like a kind of like a nice little hitch in his swing. I know mm. something about his swing. It looks kind of uh, just different, but he smoothed that one against Kershaw. It was a nice Yeah, shot. no, it was a slider right down the middle, yeah. and he got but, it. But, yeah. but, you know, that guy's defense is a defensive guy. He's a... We call it, there's a DH, your designated yeah. hitter. He's a DF, designated fielder yeah. at most times. But, you know, if you're getting some impact off at the bat with him, Perfect. He's on base very quick, can steal bags, can put some stress, I guess you could say, on mm-hmm. the pitchers with that mm-hmm. aspect. And your bullpen has been phenomenal. You got to look at that going forward. And I think we're about done, Maddie. We are. We are done. We are done. Uh, before we sign off today, guys, again. Oh, and guys, Friday, game three, 5 o'clock on Fox. Make sure you're watching. Yes. Go ahead. Good, good job. Thank you so much. Um, once again, if you are listening and you just skipped a little bit of it, no worries. Don't forget Habits 365. Make sure you check their website out for all their clothing needs. Uh, men, women, kids, anything you need. They have great stuff. Uh, use our promo code, Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. They'll give you 15% off. If you ever need any help, 
Let us know. Write us a note. Send it a pigeon. We're friendly. We are friendly. <laughs> um, of course, this is going to be it for episode number 28 of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. This will be out tomorrow on all your pods, uh, podcast streaming uh, services. Streaming services. Uh, would you like to say it? Do you want to say it? Do you have? I to think say everybody it? knows already at this point. Make sure, guys, you're <laughs> finding us on Instagram. You can also find our link to our Habits 365 promo code as well as we have a link to it. Make sure you're following. As we did have a contest today on a score prediction, nobody won, so nobody got that. <laughs> so no one gets anything. Guys. Nobody gets anything you, at all. Just because you're close doesn't even count. No, it doesn't because nobody chose the Rays. Actually, that's true. Everyone we had a lot Dodgers. of Dodger people, and the special prize we had was to come on here with us for a segment and kind of talk about the game. Interesting. Wow, nice. That's one. What, that's what my thought process. Sorry, was. guys, we better get it right next time. Yeah, get it right. Otherwise, you're not going to win anything. Damn. <laughs> um, find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. We always love the support and messages on there. So we thank you guys for that. Hell yeah, we do. If you guys have, want to contact us about anything, sponsorships, ambassadorship, ambassador programs. Collaborations. Collaborations. Hey, or you just, hey, you want to talk to us? You can always email us. You can find that in our profiles as well. But that's going deep with MJ at gmail.com. And before we sign off, I want to say one more thing. If you check your wallet and you got like $15, those $15 could be good, put to good use. And that <laughs> is a Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy t-shirt. Uh, we put a couple of posts on it. We might add a little bit more. The shirts are amazing. Um, nice, great color. Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy logo in the front with us, you know, talking. It's us. That's our stick figure version. In the back, of course, all in because we're all in with you guys. Hope you're all in with us. And trust me, these things bring good luck, like I told you. People that I know personally wore this shirt when the Dodgers strung off three wins in a row. So if you want some good mojo, some good... um, They didn't wear it today, though. We're going to freaking fight them. That's right. I'll ask. But um, trust me, it brings you good luck. It brings you... You look good. Right? What did they say? Play good, look good, watch TV, look good. Who cares if you're just chilling at home, man? Feel good. What is it? Look good, feel good. Feel good, play good. Play good, get paid good. There you go. But That's for you guys, too. Somehow you're going to get paid. I don't know how. And then, you know, just... You get paid. You get to feel good too, though. Exactly. All right, guys. And don't forget, uh, I, this is actually news to you. Our second shirt is on the way. Ooh. We're going to have multiple wow. options for you guys. We're super excited about that. But as always, Matthew. Yes. Much, much love. love.